and welcome to another episode of On The Fly. I'm your host, Sam Hull. Today's guest is Michael Litt, the co-founder and CEO of Vidyard. Vidyard is an online video marketing platform for businesses. It helps to increase leads, accelerate your pipeline, and delight your customers. We got to sit down with Michael during Inbound, uh, the annual conference that HubSpot puts on every year in Boston, where Michael gave a presentation on the five things he wished that his mentor warned him about when he became a CEO. Eric was really impressed by this presentation, and we really wanted to get him on the the podcast, and, and Michael so graciously accepted our invitation. Being that Vidyard is one of our key software partners, we've wanted to sit down with Michael to discuss the partnership and, and get a little bit more insight into how he built this this incredible company with, with the help of his awesome team and, and in the community that he's done it. Eric got the chance to discuss thought leadership with him and, and dive a little bit more into that community and cultural side of Vidyard. Michael touched on the importance of having an impact on the Kitchener-Waterloo area, the, the community that he grew up in, in Ontario, um, through building this tech company right in his own backyard. Vidyard puts a big emphasis on supporting community programs and employing a lot of young, talented people from the area. It was really awesome hearing Michael discuss his passion for the organization and also his passion for the community. So let's not hesitate any longer and jump to Michael and Eric. Uh, hi, welcome to another edition of On The Fly. I'm your host, Eric, and with me today I have a very special guest. This is Michael Litt. Michael, hey. happy to be here. Welcome, buddy. Thanks for hosting me in the in the corner. Yeah, I call this the, uh, the On The Fly Lounge, officially. <laughs> Commandeered a little corner at Inbound. Um, uh, it's a paid sponsorship corner. Is, is it, really? Do you want an invoice for that, or do you just want to float me a commission <laughs> check for that? It's like, so the paid appearance, or, oh, you, you're going to invoice me. No, no, I think I thought you guys paid for this. Yeah, um, we, we rented the, the whole for, floor yeah. uh, for the day, um, for the week. Uh, let's talk about your session. You just got yeah. off the stage at, uh, this is Inbound 2019. You just did a, uh, a session. What was the title of your session? The five things um, I wish my mentor warned me about. I became a CEO. Yeah, um, I thought it was really good. I think you did a great job. Don't make you feel good. Yeah, you know, I am a uh, I'm an introvert. If you haven't noticed. Yeah. And so doing that kind of thing takes encouragement. It takes uh, mental stimulation. But how much How much did you prepare? Did uh, you probably, that presentation probably a few not, times? As, not, not as much. Like I ran through it this morning. Um, okay. Obviously, built the slides. I do all that stuff myself. But I mean, uh, you know your content. Yeah. You did build those slides yourself. I was thinking you might have had your creative director. You did a pretty good job with the branding. So uh, I don't do the final design. Okay. I do the content. Okay. I, Somebody I, else brushed it. I Google the images and stuff that I want to display. But yeah, back to the point. That uh, it's. A, I'm also an adrenaline junkie, so I like getting on stage and doing something like that. Putting yourself out there. Yeah. Uh, especially if it's not like your your natural habitat, right? Exactly. Like uh, that that makes you grow. I see you all over the internet these days, um, partially because I follow you, but uh, it seems like you're you're really putting yourself out there overall. I see you at conferences. I see you, like thought leadership seems to be something that you value. Um, uh, as a C CEO, even though you are an introvert, you sort of signed up for the role, right? Yeah. 
Yep. Um, you gave a lot of really good advice today. Uh, one of the pieces I, I, I really resonated with me was the community piece. Um, I think one of the things you talked about was stakeholders being your customer, your vidyardians, your community, and then of course your shareholders, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I think one of the things that really stuck with me is, is, is the upstream movement that you guys had as an, as an organization. You started as like a, a, a little bro, a programmer club or whatever, right? And that you've really grown up, right? Like your vineyard's a big deal right now, right? Like you guys are really catching traction, really getting momentum. Talk to me about the community piece a little bit more. I think it's, uh, I think it, I think to your point, it's, it's a little bit overlooked by a lot of companies, yeah. right? Like you, you clearly have that passion for that. You've clearly led that with your organization. So, so talk to me about why, why is community so important to you? Yeah. So, uh, in tech, we have a really, really unique opportunity, right? Because our audience is global. And acquiring that audience is more cost-effective than it would have traditionally been because of technologies like Vidyard like and HubSpot and um, search providers like Revenue River. And our margins are generally pretty good, right? And so from a, a small location in a community like Waterloo, we're able to build a, a global business that has global impact and can scale really quickly and really efficiently. And what that means is there's lots of interest from investors. And when you have a series of companies like this growing really fast in a small community, it can transform that community really quickly. Mm -hmm. We saw that globally in San Francisco. Um, San Francisco has changed dramatically over the past 10 years that I've been going there. Right? Sure. And it's barely a place where people can afford to live, and it's, it's caused a lot of challenges. And a lot of those challenges are caused by this boom of tech, right? These really um, high salary individuals moving to this ecosystem wanting certain things, not wanting other things, displacing those that were there yeah, before. Displacing the blue collar, they just can't afford to exactly. survive in that. And a, and a really healthy ecosystem needs um, as much kind of um, economic diversity as possible to, to feed that community, the needs of that community, and, mm -hmm. and to uh, drive creativity and experiences inside of that community. And starting to see that leave San Francisco and the municipal area, and the, and the challenge is municipal government isn't really incentivized to do anything about it, right? Because their tax base grows when property value increases. Right. And so if these corporations aren't doing anything about it, who is? And so I grew up in Kitchener, Waterloo, and my mom is from a family of nine kids, a typical post-war boomer family, uh -huh. and two of those uh, children, uh, two of my uncles, are homeless in the downtown area, and I see them regularly. And I know that they were the benefactors of a lot of the programming that, that we now support, but didn't really quite see our fit. So I started meeting with the mayor and, and spending time and trying to get an understanding of what they were going to do with this pending change, but they're so excited about the fact that tech was coming to this community and they weren't necessarily thinking yeah. about the downsides, which we had seen elsewhere in the world. So right. you got a, a little bit of a preview of what you thought, a little bit of foreshadowing of what you thought would happen there from yeah. the experience in San Francisco. Going to San Francisco is kind of like going to the future, right? And then coming back and looking around and seeing a lot of the similar brick and beam spaces and, and startups moving into them and, and a lot of the changes and challenges that are going to come to the ecosystem. So. As a Canadian, is it true that going to the United States is sort of like going to the future, just in general? <laughs> San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco. I mean, I would say it depends where you go in the States, right? In some ways, it might be like 
it's a little bit going in the past, but good, in some good, ways it's it's going in the future. For a, sure. good, a good friend, of, a good friend of mine, told me that uh, Canada is like the apartment above the party. Do you think there's any truth to that? <laughs> I've never heard that analogy. Before. No, I really, I there really, you go. I really enjoy that. Yeah, you um, can you can use that if you want. I mean, it was I'm using it. Somebody else told me. I like I like that. Yeah, I mean, the reality is, I think. Um, Canada's, you know, a little bit like like Europe with a ton of, of American influence, right? Like, if you talk to any Canadian, they probably have a deeper understanding of American politics than we do our own, right? Our political system is nearly as interesting, right? It's interesting. Um, well, ours is a total shit show, so. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's like going to the show. circus. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, so back to kind of microcosm. Back to something um, serious again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this whole community and charity thing? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we realized we had to give our team an opportunity to um, prioritize this and uh, define the community that we existed in as a stakeholder of our business because I see a lot of different things. One of the stories I didn't tell was... Um, we had moved into our new office and we had slated the back section of our office to be a grocery store. And people were excited that this grocery store, grab and go was moving into the community and somebody came along to our front door and thought it was the grocery store and this was happening a lot. And so one of the engineers on our team got this really creative idea and uh, printed off a picture of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And the tagline said, this is not the grocery store you're looking for. <laughs> and somebody came along and saw that was highly offended by it and wrote a letter that was dropped off on the desk that said, tech sucks shit. And that was it. Ooh. And so then the engineering team got it and memed it and started making hats and mugs and t-shirts. And this whole thing kind of blew up. And in one way, it was, it, was, it was funny, but in another way, it was like, you know, we have to do something here to drive some type of an awareness amongst our team of the fact that you know, some of the challenges they see in the ecosystem are a bad thing, and we have an opportunity to try to help support and fix yeah. and support the municipality and drive all the other companies to do the same thing. So that was one of the real catalysts for it. Yeah, you're passionate about what you do. Yeah. Um, Vidyard is making a big splash in, in the industry right now. Um, uh, as far as that goes, man, just to close this out here, and we're pretty long, but like, tell me where Vidyard's going. What's next? You talked a lot about it, like you put up a main sale there and had a lot of strategy. You whited some of that stuff out as a as a partner who is highly invested in our relationship. Um, yeah. I believe you guys are the future, uh, which is crazy because you're also Canadian, so that's different for me. Yeah. Um, but I, I believe that you we'll guys are. I believe that you guys are winning. I, I think you guys have the best tech. You have the best vision. You, you you're building the partnerships. Like we are all in on Vineyard. So what does what does the audience need to know about where where Vineyard's going? What's next? Yeah. So real first of all, thank you. We're gonna come down from the apartment, join your party as much as possible. Cool. Cool. Um, we'll go up to your apartment to go fishing or something like. Yeah. That. Yeah. Absolutely. Any anytime. Fish is king. Breathing in some fresh air. Mm -hmm. All that stuff. Um, so, where are we going? The the big change we're helping organizations go through is this move away from you know what are traditional media strategies, right? Where you know they have email campaigns, they have blog posts, they've written content into something that is widely adopted by consumers, consumer brands, but are also their consumers, mm -hmm. right? So, how do we help businesses and enterprises leverage that strategy and educate their buyers using video? Right, and tell their so, story. Tell their story, right, in a in a unique and compelling way. And so the immediate kind of short term horizon is 
is how do we help them produce better content more quickly? Um, and another thing which I believe you've seen is how do we help these brands have two-way human video conversations as easily as is humanly possible without the overhead of scheduling a meeting, you know, complex desktop-based tech, et cetera. Personalized, convenient, sort of like actionable conversations, Absolutely. getting out of the email uh, yeah. world, right? And shortening that time frame that you spend bantering back and forth, booking meetings, sending emails, like, let's just have the conversation now and expose a personality like yours to a buyer without you having to go and travel to do that. So lowering the cost is there. you go, keep me off an airplane. Yeah. Um, I, what I love about what you just said there is I think the big, the big barrier to entry with video is everybody thinks video is a massive investment, time, money, planning. I'm going to do this huge video shoot. It's going to cost me $30,000 and stuff like that. And what you just mentioned is like real time, on demand, and volume, like tell your story broadly, widely, and often with video, it's not a massive production and a huge budget. It's yeah. pretty cheap to get Vidyard in the door, right? It's pretty yeah. cheap to put that together. You guys have some really easy entry points and stuff. Like I, I think breaking down sort of those barriers to entry is is the opportunity for, for, for everyone in business to really get serious about video. Yeah, and, and we know from the data to your point, that lower quality, scrappy productions, like not to call this scrappy, but yeah, we're hands pretty corner, scrappy. To, to be clear, we did not rent this whole floor. I didn't even know this was happening until we sat down here. But, right. Uh, um, but, but that type of content performs better than what we call the Super Bowl commercial. Studio quality, production. Right? And yeah. a lot of people, we call it Super Bowl syndrome. They believe they need the Volkswagen Darth Vader commercial on their homepage, and they, they are almost... Um, paralyzed in the fear that product isn't going to look like that. And what they need is afraid to fail also, right? Yeah. Like afraid to fail, afraid to be criticized for the, the rough edges maybe. Yep. And, and, you know, there's CEOs that dream of seeing their company uh, have a Super Bowl advertisement, right? So this is the opportunity. But the reality is what you need is your customer telling your story on their page, right? You need your team to a really good message. Because that is, that's fantastic. Yeah. Companies pay, but people buy. People want to buy from, from people. They don't want to buy from corporations and ivory towers. Companies pay and people buy. I think you said that in your presentation. It was yeah. Well delivered. That's a great message. Um, Michael, you're awesome, man. It's a pleasure. I really, I really appreciate you spending some time. I love your team. I know I give your team a hard time and stuff, but that's just because I, I want a little more of them, right? Like you've yeah. got an amazing culture, amazing team. Uh, your tech is awesome. Company's rad. Uh, you represent them very well. I appreciate you coming on. We'll see what we can do to promote each other a little bit, huh? Do some fishing. Uh, that'd be great, too. All right, Thanks. see you guys. Okay, folks, that does it for this week's episode. What an awesome conversation between two amazing thought leaders and business leaders. Um, these guys are partners, and you can tell that they're really passionate about helping each other grow and helping each other's organizations grow and having a big impact in the digital community. If you'd like to learn more about Revenue River or our partnership with Vidyard, please feel free to reach out to us at 303-945-4341 or visit us online at revenueriver.co. We hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week and we'll catch up with you next time on On The Fly.